Are you in Brisbane and looking for Brisbane's largest range of premium aerosols? Crush City was established in 2010 to provide a great retail space and the best quality materials and equipment for every occasion, with heavy stocks of Montana cans, Iron Lac, Bez, Loop and Molotov. To find out more, including opening times and deliveries, get at the team at crushcity.com.au or get at the team via Crush City Fame on Instagram or head into the shop at 423 Ipswich Road, Annerley. Crush City are proud sponsors of Beers, Beats and the Biz. Doors closing. Please stand clear. 420 Superstore are one of Australia's largest providers of 420 cultural giftwares and paraphernalia. Their product range includes a wide variety of items from dried herb aromatherapy devices, rolling and cutting supplies, herbal extraction devices, hydroponic grow equipment, to candy, carver and clothing. Open at their brick and mortar location at the Hooper Centre, Toowoomba, Queensland and online at 420superstore.com.au. From seed to satisfied, 420 Superstore has everything you need. Visit 420superstore.com.au today. 420 Superstore are official sponsors of Beers, Beats and the Biz. Support businesses supporting us. You want to know the real deal? Here it is. You're tuned in to Beers, Beats and the Biz. All right, we're going. We're off. We're back in effect. This is the Beers, Beats and the Biz podcast broadcasting live from the Shire Studios, as we always do. My man Insidious on the boards. And um, fuck, man, today we are joined by a fucking legend, man. One of, um, you know, one of the biggest touring acts in this country, an ARIA award-winning, uh, as a member of an ARIA award-winning act. Um, one of the bigger guests we've uh, definitely had in the studio. And um, man, I'm stoked to say, Esso from Bliss and Esso. Hey, brother. What's going down, my man? Man, it's fucking good to see you, bro. It's a, uh, a pleasure to be here and yeah. an honour to be uh, on the potty with you boys. Yeah, man. You know, like I've spoken to a few cunts about you coming on, not too many cunts. Mm. Like, you know, we always keep it pretty much under wraps. Sure. But I'm talking to a few people and they're like, fuck, Bliss and SO. Like, man, they don't think this is the look for a Bliss and SO. Beers, beats and the biz, you know? Right. Yeah. What brings you to Brisbane, man? Um, I actually moved up uh, about around the Byron Bar Bay area about a year yeah. and a half ago. Um, lived in Sydney pretty much all my life, lived mm. in, uh, Campbelltown, Seatown, represent. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, yeah, man, I just thought to myself, you know, I had a baby boy and, um, a cul-de-sac and a swing set isn't going to cut it for yeah, the yeah, entertainment yeah. for yeah. a young child. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <clears throat> so my, my goal was to, you know, move up Northern Rivers Way, Byron. No, I'm not in Byron. I'm like surrounding suburbs, not mm. in the middle of it. Mm. And, um. Yeah, man, it's the best thing ever. I got my kid into a um, a Rudolf Steiner school, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is same school that um, myself and Bliss went to. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, even like Hijack. Do you remember Hijack yeah, MC? Right. So there were a lot of like MCs that came yeah. out of like Rudolf Steiner schools yeah. because it was, you know, very hands-on and arts yeah, 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 yeah. Um, based. But um, Yeah, the, what are they? Those creative schools, aren't they? They yeah, encourage creativity and all yeah, that Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, got my little man in, in a school up there and... Yeah. Uh, it was the best thing I've ever done, man. Oh, like yeah. we're at the beach every day. I'm on my electric yeah, yeah. scooter, my electric motorbike, my electric bike. Living that coastal fucking bro, life, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. All I'm worried about is writing music and hunting waterfalls. Mate, fucking. <laughs> Don't go chasing waterfalls. Yeah. Right, bro, bro. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But as I was saying, man, and like, as I've said to people, I mean, you guys are a fucking legacy act in this country at this point in time, man. Cheers, I mean, you've put in fucking decades, man. Yeah. Decades into yeah. this fucking hip hop shit, man. And, you know, like you've almost, I suppose, in a way transcended, you know, transcended beyond where you've begun in the underground, in the trenches of this scene. Yeah. You know, no one can begrudge your history in yeah. this scene regardless of where the music goes and shit sure, like that man sure. it's fucking amazing man and um yeah i gotta say i'm stoked to have you here bro it's a good look for us too yeah you know? cheers man it's a big look for beers beats and the beers but like fuck we we're talking just off air fucking um basketball cards and shit man <laughs> still a thing yeah dude so i think yeah? i was in <clears throat> i must have been about 14 years old yeah and i worked at a <clears throat> a video slash card store fuck that and, must have been a dream oh it was <laughs> they were paying me um, a packet of Skybox an hour. Yeah. So every hour would go past and I'd be like, okay, yeah, boss. Yeah, and he's man. like, yeah. And I'd rip it. Shh, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Just staring at the clock again. Um, and I was well into it. Love Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, you know, played basketball, watched um, airtime before every game I did yeah, and you know, yeah, get yeah. a little basketball stiffy. Yeah. Um, and, um, and then, yeah, basically kind of uh, music took over. I ended up moving house a few times. And 
in the movement of one of my houses, mm. my cards were stolen. Mm. Um, I didn't really know what I had, mm. you know, anyway, yeah. I was like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then in 2019, that was the year when Zion Williamson and Ja Morant were being drafted into the, the NBA. So everyone wanted to be able to have their rookie cards. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. all of a sudden this boom yeah. of the basketball cards starts yeah. coming again. Yeah. I'm starting to see, you know, NBA hoops packs being sold in, um, news agencies. Yeah. And, um, and then COVID hit mm. and it sent all the old dudes back to their garages. Yeah. So the boom was there yeah. and then COVID just yeah. fucking kicked it. Yeah. So I think Michael Jordan rookie card was going for like $20,000. No and then during COVID it got up to 1.2 million. Fuck off. Yeah. For a fucking card. Yeah, bro. Jesus that, and that And that's Fuck. nothing. There's like. 1.2 million? There's a LeBron James card yeah. going for 15 million at the moment. So it's, it's a crazy, crazy game. Fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, I got back into Kobe it. cards? It's in, you know, like after he's passing and shit. Well, that was have... strange. I didn't see any movement okay. in, in value yeah, yeah, yeah. wise. Yep. Um, in fact, I saw yep. a lot of, um, dudes actually selling their Kobe's and then giving that money to charity yeah, and yeah, that's good cool thing. stuff like good that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm full into it and, um, it's a bit of a, bit of a, fucking disease hey is it really yeah, yeah once yeah, you're yeah. in your session yes yeah because you're in it me personally i'm in it because i'm trying to get the cards mm. i couldn't have as a kid yeah, 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 you yeah. go around to yeah, the yeah. rich kid's house yeah, and he's got boxes yeah, and boxes dude. i'm going what the yeah. fuck is this cunt? Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. you know so yeah. it's almost like yeah. you know going back into nostalgia you're a kid yeah and yeah yeah that's, man that's I'm where i'm at with it. shoes dude with like sneakers and oh, shit like sure, that oh, for bro, sure. like you know you never had them as a kid you yes. know you had that one pair a year that you got on your birthday or yes. fucking whatever had to and pop the air bubble bro exactly get another you know percent. like all that shit man all that shit and you know as an adult like my old man comes over and he goes he just looks around he's like you know how many feet you got you yeah, know but yeah. like man it's just i don't know maybe it's some regressive regressive type yeah. shit or something like yeah. that you know but man i can't get enough it's, it's just, just like that's happy, what it is mate, you know but that's that fucking but once again, I mean, that even goes back to that sort of correlation with basketball and the NBA and hip hop and all that yes. kind of shit. I mean, we're of a sim we're of around the same age. We're both in our forties and mm, shit now. Yeah, man. yeah. And fucking like you'd remember, you know, what was it? Channel Ten on a Saturday morning. Oh yeah, like, NBA action. NBA action, dude. Half top ten hour, plays bro. of the week and all that. Yeah, sort of the shit, top bro. ten dunks of the week. We wouldn't leave wait. the house until those top ten plays were finished. You'd yes. watch that game of the week, then you'd see those. You'd, you'd see, you know, the NBA stuff or whatever it was. Yeah, and then fucking yeah. the top ten plays of the week, man. And it's then brilliant. go inside. You know, it's fucking on from there, bro. Yeah. How was it? dude like the correlation like there was a there was a strong sort of you know with nba and hip-hop you know mm. like you had shaq you had fucking even cedric sabalas was rapping and all those oh, dudes shaq was doing tracks with like the rizzo and dude. method man yeah, bro. and, and starting out with Snickers. Snickers yeah. and all that sort of shit what's up doc can i rock yeah you know, that dude. Shit? yeah classic <laughs> nba jam session and all yeah, that sort of yeah. shit man First no. time I heard Biggie, eh? First time I ever heard Biggie, man. He was right. Biggie Smalls, the Brooklyn Jumper. Yeah, 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 on one yeah. of those NBA Jam Session videos. Yeah, dude. No shit on a joint with Heavy D. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, eh? It's crazy. So this has just sort of just kicked on through the years, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I mean, even Bliss, uh, he was a collector <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, and he had a whole bunch of Michael Jordans. And at the time, David Robinson was like going up in value. So yeah, he was yeah. like, oh, I want to get the David Robinsons. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, you're going to give me your Michael Jordans. Yeah. And he's like, oh, not the MJs. I'm like, mate. <laughs> so I hustled him for all yeah, his yeah, MJs yeah, yeah. that eventually got stolen. But <clears throat> yeah, man, I'm in it and we love it. You know, we, um, we even do our own like custom Bliss and SO basketball cards that, um, yep. you know, we'll rip off a design from like an old Michael Jordan card that has that nostalgia. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the fans love it. We love it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 How does Bliss and Esso sort of fucking come together, bro? Because, you know, I remember, and mm. I was, as I was saying to someone, like the Bliss and Esotericism days. You know, yeah, like, yeah. You know, those early days. And you well, look, Brisbane back then, bro. You know, like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, sleeping on people's couches. Yeah. Um, we, but we weren't even really friends in mm. school. He he came up to me and he had seen my folder and everyone had their folders and you would like laminate it with pictures that you, you know, were into or whatever. Mm. Everyone was into Nirvana, you know, rock and roll. Yes, and, you know, I had Wu-Tang and, you know, mm. Black Star and all mm. this. And Bliss came up to me. He's like, oh, you like hip hop? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, I can rap. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. 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 So bust me something. And he, what, he was like an American student. He just Yeah. So he just was, moved. he was fresh, fresh from America. Yeah. Um, year seven. Yeah. And, um, 
and he he spat a CNC music factory verse. <laughs> Something from like yeah, things yeah, that yeah. make you go. Mm. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. And I yeah. hadn't heard the song at that time, so yeah. I thought it was him. So he yeah. kind of like tricked me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this guy can. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, do you want to come over to my house and and try and make some music? And I was like, okay. And then my other mates were like, what you doing? Where you going, bro? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It was a weird kind of like force that yeah, was yeah. like taking me there. And then it was primitive, man. We had no idea on how to do any of it. Mm. Does the beat come first and then you write your raps? Do you write your raps, then find a beat? You know, mm. who makes the beats? How do you make yeah, beats? Yeah. So every yeah. Christmas yeah. I'm getting my dad to buy me, you know, a groove box beat machine. And I'm like, yeah. I don't like the snares. The snares yeah, are all yeah. techno. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it was full blown trial and error yeah, for is. us. There was no YouTube, yeah. no videos you could look up. Yeah. You know, I wanted to just call up Wu Tang and be like, how do you do it, man? Just give us the, right. you know? Yeah. So we, we just figured it out all ourselves. The first recording we did was with two cassette playing, you know, ghetto blasters. You'd have one with a, a beat instrumental tape mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. And then the other stereo would have your blank tape in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you push play and record on the blank tape. Yep. And then you could speak into the speakers. On the speaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would record yeah, it. Yeah. So if I'm pushing play and record here. Yep. And it's taping everything in a room and then I Playing push play on, on the one. beat. Yeah. You know, yeah. dude. And then there was, cas <laughs> there, was awesome. there was cassette tapes that didn't, um, you yeah. couldn't record on. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you had to break little bits of paper off and stuff them in the top of the yeah, cassette yeah, tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So you could dub over them. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, yeah, that was, you know, I think that's what kind of helped us, um, be better. I guess it was having to figure it all out yourself, yeah. not given yeah. to you. Um, a lot of, you know, this kind of new wave of popularity wants this, um, you know, uh, Australian Idol or American Idol TV show, you know, haven't done a live performance ever in your life, yeah. go on the show, bang, you got a fucking contract yeah. and you're off and you'll, you'll be fucked. Yeah. You know, I think Dave Grohl even said, um, you know, you've got to have some instruments that are mm. fucked with some, um, chords missing yeah, and yeah. in a shit garage, making some shit music. You know, it's that's where, where you find in. yourself and, you yep. know, work your craft. Yep, exactly. Um, so, you know, as much as we didn't have these cool tools, like, yeah. um, you know, social media and stuff, yeah, yeah. that's how we got the diehard fans Yeah. because we were catching buses, catching trains to all the, you know, rural parts of Australia and putting on shows that, you know, people would never have shows there. And, um, you know, people weren't, weren't just putting up a poster. They were fucking tattooing their dick with the lyrics. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it was yeah, yeah. driving 800 kilometers to yeah, a show. Yeah. Um, and I just don't think you can have that, um, closeness with your fans with just tap like nah, buttons, there, you know, it's these days. I mean, it's still, it's still great. And it's amazing to have yeah, a platform like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was the hard yards and yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. you know, we love it because of that. Yeah, of course, dude, of course. But like those early days of, you know, you guys discovering hip hop and all mm. that sort of shit, man. That's what it was, man. It was a huge information search, wasn't it? You know, oh, like, man. and then to create it yourself. You know, yeah. like, I mean, what the fuck is a producer? You don't even yeah. know at that point, man. Yeah. You know, like, similar story, man. I know exactly that fucking story. Press and play on one and record on another. You know, we did the same yeah. shit. Yeah. Even like fucking, I worked out as an adult that when we were kids, we tried to make loop tapes because right. we'd fucking record... I remember we're in fucking like grade six or seven, man, this dude, Callum Ward, his name was. And yeah. um, we're trying to... You know, there was a fucking... What's the start of Public Enemy's Fear of a Black Planet? Contract on the World Love Jam or something like whatever right. that was. The opening notes and we recorded it from one side of the tape to the blank tape yeah. and then paused it, re rewound it on the other one and played again and tried to make oh, the beat out of it. It was like, dick. holy fuck, man. That's what we were doing. You that's... know, like it's just once I heard it broken down yeah. over the years, it's yeah, like, yeah. fuck, man. And that's what it does, man. That creates that fucking, I don't know, that surge. But... Dude, in terms of hip hop, like discovering hip hop as a mm. kid, you know, what is it? What are you oh, hearing? Man, you couldn't, it wasn't on your phone. It we just didn't wasn't there, bro. I had to catch the bus into yeah. the city. I had to find someone's older brother had it or something. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. Um, you know, I had to catch a bus to the city and look for uh, secondhand CD stores. Yeah. And then I go to the hip hop section and then I'm just basing everything off the front cover. Yeah. I have no idea who they were. And then, you know, when I'm young like that, I was into my gangster stuff. So anything that had crypts and bloods on the front yeah, bro. Yeah. and dinners and guns, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, this is the one. Yeah, yeah. I end up not loving the music that much, but, um, yeah. but yeah, you, you, you had to dig and do the research yourself. Mm. It was never pushed mm. and that's, it made it that much better. I remember going into the city and getting, um, 
the Gangstar album Moment of Truth. Oh, word. Fuck, I thought that was yeah. the, the top, top yeah, of yeah. hip-hop. Yeah. And you'd sit there for a week straight listening to it, looking at all the artwork, taking it all in. Yeah, um, yeah I miss those, those days, of, yeah. you know? Because yeah, yeah. even myself, I've fallen victim to just kind of saving one song and putting it on my playlist yeah. and not listening to full it's albums. It's exactly. Too it's too accessible too. Yeah. You know, how's Bliss and Esso adapted to that being that you've, um, you know, you've come out of a fucking, I mean, you've come out of an analog era almost. Yeah. You know, I mean, not necessarily analog, but you guys were there making tapes and yeah. all that kind of shit. And then, I mean, your first CD drops in what, 2000 or something? Was it the arrival or something like that? I think so. I mean, so. the Bliss and Esotericism days. Yes. You know, like the early days of you guys. When we start, well, the, because my name was Esoteric and then you had DJism and obviously Bliss. Yeah. So the name was Bliss and Esotericism. Yeah. Um, but every time we tried to tell someone, they were like, oh man, I love your group, Bliss and Esotericism. Oh, Bliss and Egotisticalism. <laughs> I'm like, dude, if they can't even get the name yeah, right, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, in yeah. fucking trouble. Yeah. Um, so I was like, look, Ism, if you're willing to have your name cut, I'm willing to cut mine in half. Oh, was that what the fuck it was? Esotericism. With... Yeah. No shit. So yeah. it was all three names. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck Bliss yeah, and no. esotericism. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was just some weird fucking esoteric. You know, like fucking indie rap shit of that era. Yes. Like yes. It used to be some shit like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, I, I my first name it was Bliss and Blaze. Yeah. Okay. And then my mate Robin Harefield came up to me. He was just like, "Dude, you're jacking method, man." Yeah. yeah I'm like, yeah. "No, I'm not." And he's like, "Johnny Blaze." Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. Okay. And he's like, no one wants to hear someone who kind of sounds like Method Man mm. or is kind of like Method Man. There is a Method Man. Mm. You've got to be 100% fucking original. Mm. And this was when, you know, most Australian rappers that were starting back then did rap American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's all we yeah. knew. There wasn't a scene to be able to yeah. reflect off. Yeah. Um, and then one of my friends was just like, dude, if you just rapped in your talking voice yeah you'd be dead set original set apart from any other rapper because that's how you talk yep. and i was like no nah, man no 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 and then i did it and uh it was one of the best things mm. that, I, that i ever did did you and you just did that off of someone else uh suggesting it yes. to you rather you didn't hear anyone you he didn't was hear a close anyone? he was a close friend of mine yeah. big graffiti head um yep. And I just, I, I always respected his, his opinion on things. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and he was right. Like, as soon as I just started kind of rapping how I talked, I, I couldn't hear anyone else that sounded like me. No, fuck no. So you, and then d picking the name, I was like, okay, fine. No Blaze. I'm going to pick the most eccentric name out there. No other fucking rappers got. Yeah, yeah. And then my dad was talking about esoteric one day and I was like, boom, fucking that's it. Then there's esoteric. Come from Boston. 7L and esoteric. Oh, yeah. And mine's with a K. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was crazy times. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, no, that's unreal. That's unreal. Did you, um, with Bliss, in mm. terms of like that early connection, was it like, like he was showing you how to lay the demos or like, what's, how's that? No, we, we worked it all out ourselves, man. Yeah, we, just we, trial we, and error. That's it. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we found out about doing doubles. Yeah. And, you know, because when you're first rapping, you have to get used to how your voice is mm. and how you like to project mm. it. Mm. Um, and um, I kind of lost where I was going with that one. Oh, but just finding your own cadence, your own flow, your own fucking, you know, yes. your own voice. And you're so young too, man. You yeah, know? exactly. Well, I mean, just coming out of high school at that time. Yeah, dude. Or, you know, or in high school still. Yeah, you know? and I think the, the confidence yeah, level would have come from the fact that we were doing it together. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. There's no way at that point in my life, I was like, oh, I'm about to put myself on show and, and put myself oh, out no. there. It was like, you know what? I'm yeah. doing it with these two dudes. Yeah. If he looks like a fuckwit, I do. Cool. We both yeah, look yeah. like it's. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you do talent quests and shit like that? Or did you just no, just in the garage? Yeah. Bedroom shit. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, we were lucky. We, all the international acts that came over, yeah. we fucking scooped those goddamn support slots yeah, 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 to yeah. a point where a yeah. lot of other crews were like, fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, you know, every time we, we would get 50 cent, um, you know, DJ shadow, um, Cypress Hill, Jurassic five, whoever they were. Mm. And you know, we would be their side of stage, just watching, mm. uh, just picking up things, yeah, yeah. you know, like be real from Cypress Hill. He had this movement he did where he would just kind of march in one spot 
And I'm like, this, he's not working the stage at all, yeah. but he's centered still yeah. and he still has movement yeah, yeah, to it. So I took yeah. that marching yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was great to be able to learn yeah. off all these amazing <clears throat> dudes, yeah. you know? And Cypress Hill have an amazing live show. Ah. You know, like, fuck. Yeah, dude. I mean, some some artists don't have it, you know? Like, some artists yeah. just don't have it. But, I mean, there's the Cypress Hills. There's those fucking acts. Yeah. That, and you can take from I mean, I remember, yeah, we, we did a lot of those supports too, 750 or whatever over the years. But, like, even... Um, who was who did you mention? J5. You know? Yeah. Like, man, fucking incredible live shows, dude. There is yeah, much performers. Man. There is much sort of, uh, you know, what is it? Fucking, yeah, it's just live performance. Yeah. You know? Coffee. Lots of us love it. Me, myself, been trying to stop drinking it. How much do I spend a week? Probably 20 to 30 bucks a day. I drink a lot of coffee, all right? Now, if you're like me and you're wanting to try and stop drinking coffee, or you don't even want to stop drinking coffee, but you want a bit more money to spend on winning one of these. So, like I said, S14 or coffee? What would you rather? S14? Coffee, S14, coffee, S14. JDM giveaways. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm. Which is kind of, you know, that's yeah. what I love. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's no doubt about it. I would love to be able to get on stage, throw my Spotify song on, and yeah. just fucking yeah, not yeah. do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's, yeah. it's watching that artist kind of. Yeah. push and having to but, i mean you, you know. guys fucking built that in the small clubs to begin with man you know yeah going back bro you know you yeah. guys like you know coming out of sydney was there like had you heard Deathwish cast or sound unlimited posse or like was there any of that influence sort of creeping in yeah so when we first started making songs we literally thought we were the only guys doing it yeah, yeah, yeah. um and yep. then there was an abc documentary i can't remember the fucking name but it showed the funnel web crew yeah it showed trey mc yep yep um deaf wish cast also uh, the basic equipment doco i one? think so yeah, 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 yeah. um uh, metabase and breath yeah, yeah. um elf the transporter yeah. and we were just kind of like oh wow there's yeah, there's people yeah. doing it in this country do you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah um and then i think our first so we knew next level records was like the store in sydney yeah that's crazy and it was like it was like you do your music, you take it to them, yep. and they're gonna they're gonna let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we did our little tape. I think we used like a beat nuts instrumental. We did some yeah. raps over it, and we brought it up into Next Level Records. And there's, um, I think, DJ Blaze, um, and, and another Graf dude just doing some stuff on the wall. And we're like, hey, we're just wondering if you could play this. Yeah. And he puts it in the cassette tape. He plays it, and you know the Graf dude's like. He's grooving along and I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker gets it. Yeah. And then the song ended and the guy pushed stop and he gave us a tape and he went, nah. No shit. And we walked out going, whoa, <laughs> what the fuck do we do? Yeah, yeah. So we went and grabbed A4 paper. We grabbed a whole bunch of pens and we went to the top of center point tower and we looked over the city and, um, we knew we couldn't because the raps were a little bit like you know uh, vips we want to roll overseas you yeah, know it yeah, we st yeah. we're still transitioning on how to write from our yeah, perspective yeah, our yeah. message yeah. um because you can get lost in just rhyming words as well you know the lyrical miracle spiritual <laughs> exactly. and then you're not really yeah, yeah. saying anything yeah, yeah. um yeah. so i think rapping it was that point I, it was good that they had done that Yep. You know, because it yep. kind of sent us on a mission of yeah, yeah. we need to create something. It's character building too. Yeah. You know, getting that kind of criticism. Yeah. Young. Yeah. It's just like devastating, <laughs> but it's yeah. fucking devastating because, you know, you look to them as like, oh man, they're, you know, they're like the gatekeepers. That's you know, right. These are the dudes in the record stores and yeah. shit like that. They're telling you your shit's whack. It's yeah. like, oh yeah. man, you walk out there with your tail between your legs, man. Like it's fucked but, up. But yeah, couldn't, couldn't, uh, couldn't be happier that that had happened because yeah. it, it pushed us. Yeah. Yeah. And what, so that leads into the arrival what these early demos you're working on then or yeah so that i mean we we had a so i think it was the arrival then we had a mixtape yeah that came out before flowers in, in the yeah, pavement yeah, yeah. yeah um but we we had had like maybe 20 demo songs that yeah. never made it yeah um and then you know we got together with a couple of producers in you sydney. are you gigging around sydney at that point like is it um 2020 was our first gig is that right um no it, not 2020 Nah, 2000, sorry, yeah, 2000. 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I remember, see, Bliss always has to come out on stage on some Hollywood shit. Yeah, yeah. It always has to be, yeah. fucking boom, hey, yeah. check us out, yo. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was willing to walk out on the stage and go, yo, what the fuck is going down? Yeah. You know, um, which is cool. I'm down for yeah. it. But yeah. if there's not an area to do your little 
come out Hollywood yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. then let's not do it. Yeah. No, nah, this motherfucker wants to do it every Still time. It so there was a wall with a curtain across the wall. Yeah. He said, well, we're going to get behind the curtain and come out. I said, it's a fucking wall, bro. <laughs> They're going to see these three bumps in the fucking curtain. <laughs> no, we did it. We well, Actually, we pulled the curtain and then there was a little dwarf door yeah. that led in between the two buildings in the city. Fuck. So we've gone through the dwarf door. It's pissing down with bloody rain. We're yeah. stuck in between. Are we going out now? When are we going out? You have to come out. Was, you can't even hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was an <laughs> ugly intro. Yeah, and man. I think, yeah, I wanted to vomit as soon as I hit that stage. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like you said, it's all, all building and it is, character hey, building. It and, is, man. But that's all part of that fucking journey. It dude. was the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Best, Absolutely. How do you guys go from that, like, you know, and then use your... Um, I mean, Flowers in the Pavement, that's Obese Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... And it was a big record at the time too, wasn't it? I mean, actually, okay, before we go into that, I suppose mm. your music has always been big and it's always been aspirational. Yes. In its, in its you know, in its size. In its and fucking, strange yeah, and yeah, trippy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and at a point yeah. there, you know, people want to be able to pigeonhole things and go, well, this is this and this yeah. is this. And I just remember a lot of dudes were just like, these are just trippy motherfuckers. Yeah. They just, I remember Pegs was just like, you fucking trippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. it felt like, you know, obese was like death row records, you yeah, know? At the time, you sure. wanted to be a part of something. It's yeah. the human spirit. We just want to be a part of something. Yep. Um, and so that was, that was amazing times, man. We got signed to obese for one album. Yes. And then, you know, let's see what happens with the next. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, we did that one album with them and I loved it. You know, we were on this, you know, list of just the top, yeah, dude. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, there were, there was, you know, parties and, and dinners had, um, that I'll never forget. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then you get to realize, look, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life mm, mm. and I want someone to be focused on me, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. So almost felt like, you know, obese was just this all-star team that just had too many players. Mm. So you really got to wait your turn, yeah. you know, Oh, Layla's got to put her album out now. You got to wait for that. Cause you don't yeah. want to put too many things. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, we've got to think about ourselves and, you know, really pushing our music as far as we can make mm. it. Mm. Um, and so we, we left obese. It wasn't a leave. We had done that one album done, deal. Done deal. Um, and then we, uh, we moved on and we went with elusive. Now elusive were bringing out all of these acts like exhibit oh, Cypress Hill. Oh, so right. these guys were watching us from afar, you yeah, know, we're yeah. there at sound check at yeah. five o'clock. We're not complaining about anything, yeah. you know, just professional yeah. and enough times around the circuit they've mm. gone, okay, these kids aren't going anywhere. Yeah, They're yeah. professional, yeah. you know? And, um, yeah. And we kind of, we went on board with elusive, which is like an independent label underneath mushroom, ah. um, <clears throat> which is, you know, you have Michael Godinsky. Yeah. And then there's Matt Gadinsky and Matt was kind of given a hip hop yeah. label because of his love for hip hop. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And then after we had left, you know, it was kind of like, Oh look, listen, so have left obese. Yeah. And then downside leave and draft leave. Everyone kind of well, gets that's the... I, I did. I was, I wanted and not to cut you off. But yeah. Continuing that thought, man, like, cause that's kind of what it was. You guys, you guys almost spearheaded that sort of run that obese had in terms mm. of big releases, breaking on triple J and yeah. then big selling records, you know, like whatever you're selling in the era, but you're selling fucking numbers. Yeah. And then everyone saw it was like a domino effect out of obese. You know, it was kind of yeah. like, man, listen, as I go, then as you said, fucking such and such leave, such and such, yeah. leave, such and such leave. Like, did you, it was, like what was you know obviously your thinking is you've got to grow it's time to fucking yes. grow and we need know? our time yeah, on the yeah, court yeah. yeah 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 for sure for sure i suppose you're not at the fucking you're not at the um you're not at the forefront of that but like going into the bigger label mm. was it a bigger approach you know like in terms of what obese could offer did elusive bring something greater to absolutely it? man yeah. fuck yeah. bro that was like... a fucking long meandering way of asking whatever the fuck <laughs> i just asked but you know yeah you look I man going. i mean I'll, I'll tell you the moment i saw like the popularity change to just start yeah it, it, it started yep. snowballing yeah because um, I mean, these guys were on Culture of Kings back then. Yeah, all that sort of shit. Yeah, know? yeah. You know? um, which we get asked to play that song off. No that shit. Every fucking. What's that song. lyrical? Lyrical. Uh, 
Is it? Lyrical, Lyrical Wilderness? Wilderness or Watchdog Water Dragons, yeah. one of those songs. But, you know, Bliss yeah. is just like, hell no, we can't do that shit. And I'm like, why not? And I went back and listened. You're going to drag those old joints out? Dude, I, we, we How do, would they fit in a set? Okay, like, well, we did the, we just did that um, spin the, spin oh, the wheel course. tour. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Right? So yeah. that was yeah. pretty fucking wild. Yeah. Because we would spin this thing, it lands on a song, and then we've just got to fucking do it. What, in between every song you spin the fucking wheel? Pretty much. So we had like, but we had about 15 songs for the set. Yeah. And, and then every second song, yeah. we'd bring someone out from the uh, crowd. Yeah. They'd spin the wheel, whatever song it lands on, boom, we go and do it. No shit. And I was kind of like, well, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I love these songs. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck am I kidding, dude? These are yeah. the songs that they fell in love with the band for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Get Your Buff On. We, yeah, hey, we yeah. haven't done Get Your Buff On in fucking 15 years. But dude, you got 15 songs, like you got 15 songs per album. What are you picking? Like, are you just picking specific songs that you just can remember? Well, no. Because you can't remember every fucking song. Well, How many that's albums, right. 15 that's right. joints an we, album? We did a social media kind of like, uh, uh, you know, song battle. Yes. You know, if you were to yeah. hear this yeah. one or this one, what yeah. would it be? So we got yeah. a gauge of, you yeah, know, yeah. what would happen. Narrow it down a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it was amazing. It was all those songs like "Get Your Buff On" and um, "Up Jump the Boogie," um, you know, because you've seen you've seen us grow up. We mm. got into this as fucking teenagers, yeah, yeah. you know. So every album, we're trying to be as real as we can. So then you're starting to hear about you know our addictions and how we got through that, mm. and then me having a baby, and you know. So you get to, if you look at the whole fucking album, you get to see a growth process. Yeah, 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 yeah you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I suppose wild. it's made you more endearing with fans too. That that um uh, that vulnerability, almost, absolutely, mate. You know? yeah. Absolutely, like, I mean, you were saying when we came in, you know, we offered offered you a beer, and you're saying you're sober for nine years now, mm. man. What led to that? It's just the party life. Oh, look, when you go into the the music industry uh, with any demons. They're gonna, oh, they're gonna they're fuel gonna fuel them. Fucking blow. Ooh, they're gonna fucking give <laughs> yeah, you right. everything. Yeah. Um. So. On I, any level too. That's agree, right. On so, any yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, doors just start opening. That's you right. You sort of fucking creep up the thing. And that's it's just right. like, man, if you've got those addictions, man, they're behind door A, door B, or door, you know, like they're that's there. Right. They're there. So mine, mine was alcohol and it was just, you know, seven cases and, you know, four bottles of bloody vodka at every show we, we go yeah. to. Um, <clears throat> until one day we had the opportunity to go over to Afghanistan and play for the troops. Shit. And I said, listen here, boys, it's fucking dry areas over there. It's all dry spots, no alcohol. Um, the closest I want to be to fucking war is Call of Duty on my couch. <laughs> um, so I really was trying not to do it. Um, and then, you know, the boys, I think the boys knew. They were like, fuck, if we do this, this might, might tick it over for him. Because yeah, yeah. I'm going to be too comfortable in Australia to do it by yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, so eventually they were like, look, man, you know, do this. And I was, look, I had called up my cousin who's part of the SAS and I was like, listen, man, they're going to take me over there. Mm. Am I going to be able to get some alcohol? Mm. And he was like, mate, the biggest parties I've had have been on base. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. sweet. Just, he, he goes, I'm not going to be there, but don't you worry. Some boys in beards will come and find you. Yeah. So I'm two days there. I'm looking for the guys in beards. And, um, eventually this group of like SAS guys come over and they're like, so yep come with us and i'm like okay cool can i take the boys with me and then my manager's freaky into all the military shit and he's yeah. like can i come i'm like yeah and he takes us into his base can't really go into what was there it was fucking wild tanya zayeta and an eight ball coke wild um and basically over those three days of performing at these seven bases, you know, I was weaning off the alcohol. I was having like two beers here, mm. then like a day off drinking some, you know, fake beer that they had making me feel sick. Mm. And then at the end of those seven days, we go to the Dubai airport to fly to Canada to do a whole tour of Canada. Fuck. So we get to Dubai airport. I'm like, fuck yeah, bring on the Q club, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get myself two pints and I take one sip. Nah, my fucking, my insides are saying, no, bro, yeah. we're on the fucking path here. Yeah, Get, yeah. This is, this is it. And so I couldn't, I couldn't drink. I'm on the flight going over to Canada. I can't drink there. We go to a restaurant. I get an Asahi when I'm in Canada. I can't drink it. Ism's looking at me like, what are you going to do? I'm like, fuck, I think I got to kick it. Like, what, it's like, just not, not happen. Or? It's yeah. The body's yeah. not taking it. Fuck. Yeah. And then uh, I said, look, i got to kick this at the beginning of this fucking tour. And yeah, he went, bro, people go away to places for this shit. How are you going to do this on tour? Yeah, yeah. Um, then the bus driver was like, what does he need? Yeah. Um, 
and DJ Asman's like, he needs an ounce of really good bloody medical <laughs> and um, he needs the new Grand Theft Auto so he can just sh shoot police in the back yeah, of the bus yeah, all day. Yeah. He, he just, the yeah. bus driver pulled over, bought a PlayStation, I think two or three at the time, whatever it was. And, um, and there I was. And I, I was documenting this whole thing. I won't go into this, but I was documenting it all with my phone, like yeah. walking down fucking bush paths and going, oh, this is fucking day seven. And anyway, I finish the uh, Canadian tour of two weeks. I'm sober by the end of it. I fly my missus over from um, Sydney to Los Angeles. We meet in Las Vegas. We get married where Michael Jordan did at the fucking Little White Chapel, mm. and we roll off into the sunset with M16s and four-wheeler bikes. Yeah, it worked. Um, and yeah, ever since then, I just never yeah. had a drop of alcohol. Um, love my uh, love nine my weed. Years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought I, you know, and I I remember when it was like nine weeks, and I was like, "Isn't it's nine weeks?" He's like, "Man, that's fucking huge." I'm like, "Nah, bro. I want to say nine years." Yeah, you know. Yeah, congratulations. So yeah, man. it feels well feels good well and done. best thing I've done for you know my family and my son. So of course, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. How do those like Afghanistan, the Canadian tours, and all those sort of shit? Mm. How do those opportunities start presenting themselves and how early? Well, that's it. I mean, that's where we're going back to the things that elusive yeah, and that yeah. label can yep. provide for us. Yep. So <clears throat> like I was saying before, the moment when I knew, you know, the popularity was kind of snowballing yep. was <clears throat> Melbourne had had their um, big fires, big bushfires, like Black, Black Friday or oh, something. Yeah. And Michael Gidinski put on the sound relief concert yep so you had <clears throat> you had the scg full you had the mcg melbourne and sydney at the same time mm. when there weren't bands playing um in sydney then the um live feed from the melbourne show That's would be right. on the big screen it was broadcast on yeah TV bro it was yeah, huge right. man was they huge. had they had cold play they, yeah so they bring us out in melbourne um you know to a pretty kind of cold crowd um, there's already been some rock groups out there mm. and, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about rock groups, but you know, they're playing their guitars and they're yeah. singing their songs to the air. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we come out directly looking in your eyes like, get the fuck up. Yeah. Yo, head. Oh shit. They're talking to us. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. And they were like, Oh, what's going on? Yeah. Um, and then it immediately started fucking raining and I was just like, fuck no, this is good yeah. because the fires, we want the fucking rains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Michael Dinsey was also selling fucking ponchos for $2 <laughs> each. And then you put them back in the fucking bag when you're leaving. Bullshit, really? Um, so he's a smart man. But, um, yeah. but it was after that, like that was 90, there was about 90,000 people yeah. at, the, at the MS, uh, Melbourne. Yeah. It was 90 or 80,000 at Sydney. Yeah. Cross, cross watching like that. Yeah. And it just, that's crazy. Eh? That's the power of some of the moves that, you know, labels. That they could do. Absolutely. I yeah, mean, yeah. fuck, we weren't, yeah. we just played the NRL grand final. True. Well, like, last year? Yeah. yeah. No, no. This year. When was it this year? No. No, no, Panthers. No, no. Panthers versus. Okay, it was last year. Last year. End yeah, of last yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to even fucking keep up, bro. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. fuck, dude. The accolades over the years, you know, like that man, when that label fucking comes in, it, I suppose that's, you know, how does, um, where are we going? Like Afghanistan and mm. all that sort of shit, man. Mm. That must have been a fucking, like an experience, dude. Yeah, it know? was crazy. Yeah. It was right. crazy. We, um, uh, we even got in one of those Hercules planes yeah. and, um, one of the pilots invites me and DJs him up into the cockpit and um, he's like, look, all the other guys at the bases and that are flying around today, they know that we got you guys. Mm. Um, could you do the coordinates that I've got to give to them? Could you wrap it to them? And I'm like, do the coordinates rhyme? <laughs> and, he, and he's just like, no, 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 you just make it sound yeah. like it's rapping. I'm like, fuck, man, I'll give it a go. <laughs> so then they give me the headphones. I'm like, C one nine a dash X five straight to the dot 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 a thin Y but I made some of it wrong no luckily yeah, enough yeah, yeah, yeah. and so there is a file somewhere in Canberra in their files of audio <laughs> where I'm doing One that. of the black boxes <laughs> yeah and you could hear the other bases go oh yeah oh I got blue out there man yeah <laughs> um so yeah that was that How was long crazy you spend there? Man. it was seven days yeah, seven days okay. seven shows um and. Uh, What's up, I'm Mesk. Here to let you know that if you're doing a run of merch and you're not going to ill merch, you're basically just f***ing around. All done locally on high quality blanks with the quickest turnaround in the game. From idea to right here in a couple of days. Illegal merchandise is Oz Hip Hop's number one supplier. 
So hit us up today on Instagram at Illegal Merch or go f*** yourself. And, you know, with, with everything they're going through over there, it was great to be able to give them that fucking moment of yeah, just dude. not thinking of anything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The bullshit, absolutely. You know? Are you there with anyone else? Uh, yeah, so it was Bliss and Esso, and then they always seem to bring like a comedian with them. Uh, um, Nick Cody was the comedian. Okay. Funny, funny, funny yeah, brother. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they did tell me, um, who's the guy from Rose Tattoo? Uh, Angry Anderson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They said he went yeah, a couple of times yeah, before me. Yeah. And, um, and when he had to leave, the, the SAS boys had to come out and be like, oh, he, he can't, he can't leave right now. <laughs> um, no shit. And eventually had to kind of <laughs> carry him out on this like wooden cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and eventually got him, got him home. But dude, what I wanted to ask you about, we just went off for a quick smoke break and shit like that. Um, mm. Fuck the US tours, man. Like, yeah. you know, how do those crowds take to Bliss and SO, man? Look, I don't think America even knows what the fuck they want. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're a strange bunch. Um, when we went over, <clears throat> we really needed the right match for our sound. So yeah. we went over and we supported Cottonmouth Kings. Great. You know, we're over in the States. But. But I was unaware of the Juggalo. Yeah, the Juggalo. Shoot. The Juggalos, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. we got on stage and started performing and they were going, I thought it was booze, uh, but it's the whoop whoop. Is it a thing? Have this whoop yeah. whoop. Okay. You, you hear it down the block. One goes whoop 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 yeah. whoop whoop. Um, clown face. You yeah. know, they, they yeah. were good. They were good people. Good fans. Um, it's a big thing though, eh? Like it it's is. like the festivals. It's, and its, own it's a thing. subculture. Yes. Yeah, the juggalo thing. Yeah. Um, so you know, it was great to get out in front of crowds, but we wanted. We wanted to be supporting someone like Atmosphere, yeah. you know, yeah. that was kind of in the same yeah. vein as us. Yeah. Um, so it was good. Um, definitely, you know, got, got new fans. Um, but then we were able to support Swollen members. Oh. And that was a little bit more like yeah, it. Yeah. You know, a bit more of the battle rap crowd. Yeah. Um, and they were, they were awesome dudes. Um, you know, and then we tried doing our own shows. Yes. Um, and bro, it was it was pretty eye-opening. Hey, like we yeah. sold out the Whiskey Go Go in LA like wow. twice. No shit. Yeah, like like families that had taken the day off school to come and like yeah. wait out the front and like say hello to us. So like um it wasn't expats or fucking like what? Like are you are you like are you is your music being streamed heavily in the States or you're yes. selling copies in the States? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, and you know, every, every tour we did with another band or whatever, it wasn't about selling. It was like print up fucking yeah. a thousand mixtapes and just yeah, fucking throw. We yeah. gave it out to everyone, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, and someone, it's something about free yeah, when you yeah. get something free, yeah. you know, you tend to give it a fucking listen. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so that was all, you know, it was never about cracking it, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just about, you know, just about the experience. Yeah. And are, are there fans over be? there? Yeah. 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 Um, the potential. Yeah. yeah. Um, so America, I feel like that's a little harder, but Canada, fuck, they're in the back pocket. Bro. Is that right? Woo. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. We can go all across Canada yeah. and sell out, you know, um, 800 to, you know, 2000. That's fucking and, unreal. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. um, yeah, Canada's got mad love for us. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost wanted to move over there at one no point. Shit. Yeah, I've always heard it was hard for like it was hard enough for um, like Australian alternative acts and metal acts to mm. crack the US market, let alone a fucking hip hop act. But Absolutely. I thought maybe you guys might have had an in in the bliss being American, right? You know, slightly more, you know, maybe slightly easier for them to exactly. digest. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, no, no, mm, no. no, you know, and then we would, and we, they only like what they like, don't they? And I suppose it is, like you said, aligning that to getting that right. Fucking that's tour. right. And you yeah. know, Americans seem to like what's already liked. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, know, they, yeah. they run to what's kind of, of popping. Yeah. Um, but and you guys were swollen members. Like, was that, uh, was that, you know, like in terms of you touring the States, I mean, swollen members, you'd be doing bigger shows here as Bliss and Esso. Yes. Than a swollen members would even be doing in. That's own. right. So we were like, yeah. you guys need to come down our yeah, way yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and check it out. Come support us. Um, <clears throat> look, I just remembered this crazy story real quickly. Yeah. So when I was about 18, I did a seance, okay? Yeah. Group of friends doing a seance. I don't really believe in it that much, <clears throat> but I couldn't not believe in it this night. The fucking Ouija board was all over the place. Long story short, this spirit or whatever it was 
had spelt out my name. <clears throat> it gave, um, it uh, said my phone number, like just bang, 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 bang. Mm. Then it tells me that I'm going to die when I'm 28 years old in America. <laughs> and I'm, I'm stoned. I'm going, oh shit. No, what the fuck? And my mate's going, dude, just don't go to America when you're 28. <laughs> I'm like, boo, yeah. Didn't even think about it yeah, yeah. till I'm 28 years old yeah. and we get a call to go on tour with Swollen Members <laughs> in America. So I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not going to believe this shit. We just yeah, go yeah. and do this. But I told the boys, look, just be careful when you're crossing the road with me and shit because yeah. the gypsies are out for me. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the tour went on. Nothing happened. But we ended up stopping the tour or leaving the tour early. Mm. So as, um, as the, as the American tour bus started going into Canada for them to wrap up the tour in Canada, we left. Yeah. We went back home. Yeah. The day I get back home, I turn on the TV. There is a bus, our tour bus mm. that gets stuck on train tracks. Fuck. And a train came within two minutes and went right through the fucking middle of it. Jesus. The bus was exploded into fucking yeah, two. Yeah. We would have been asleep in the fucking middle of the bus. <laughs> like a day after I leave the tour. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> we dodged that shit. <laughs> so that's... Um, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, dude. Look, that that's a crazy one. But the, the real reason why Bliss and SO even got together and started doing this was when I was five years old. Yeah. I lived in the Blue Mountains and there was a video store down the road from me. Video store, news agent store, yeah, fuck, seven VHSs to, uh, to yeah, rent. To pink from, yeah. Right? <clears throat> one of them was Star Wars and one of them was Breakdance. Uh, Breakin', yeah, Electric yeah, Boogaloo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I wanted to be a Jedi yeah. and then I wanted to be a breakdancer. I wanted to be turbo, <laughs> I wanted to be ozone, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I said to my dad, <clears throat> he goes, oh, we're going for a trip to Los Angeles. I say, okay, cool. Then I go to my mom. I say, where does Ozone live? That's like calling fucking Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt. Mm. It's not his real name. Mm. I don't know his acting name. So she goes, oh, Hollywood. Could have been fucking New Jersey. Could have been in Ohio. Mm. So then I say to my dad, give me a dollar American to give to Ozone when I get to LA to save the youth center from being you know, squashed. Because yeah, I thought yeah. the movie was real. Yeah, yeah. So my dad didn't want to break my heart. He gives me the dollar American. And <clears throat> we're over in Los Angeles. Two weeks pass. It's like a day before we go back and we're driving down Melrose Avenue and there's a car accident that had happened on the side of the road and two gentlemen are looking at the car accident and one of them's ozone. And my mum sees him and she's like, Don, to my dad, stop the fucking car. My dad pulls over, me and my mum jump out. I'm running on the sidewalk. I jump on him. Ozone, ozone. I grab him. He takes me and my family to his what are restaurant. The fucking chances? Bro, bro, what are it's the fucking odds. Magic shit. Yeah, dude. Pure power of fucking positivity yeah, yeah, yeah. as a young kid, not a doubt in my mind. Yeah. You know, the world is like this, it's doing its thing. I'm over here, he's over here. You know, we're doing our thing. I fly over. You know, this car accident has to happen for it to oh, but it's all just the universe doing its its yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. And um took us for a ride in his jag, you know, signed me these pictures to Max Be Cool Shabadoo, which was his real name. Yeah. And um we walked away from it. I was like, what was for dinner? You know? And my parents were like, how the fuck did you, how did you do that? I'm yeah, like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like yeah. you said he lived here. Isn't, yeah. isn't that as easy as it is? It is. <laughs> and, um, what year was that? Do dude, that, I was, I was five years old. So that's 1985, five, bro. There you go. Yeah. And yeah. from that moment, I, I was aware of manifestation. Yeah. I was aware of affirmations, yeah. you know, coming true. Um, so I even used to write down what I wanted, uh, goals, and then I'd put them in the freezer. My mum used to make me put them in the freezer. I was like, why would I put them in the freezer? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I'll keep the thoughts fresh. I'm like, of course. And That's fucking cool. Bro, and I like it. dude, I 20, like it. 25 years I like later, yeah. I'm performing with Bliss and Esso in yeah. the fucking snow, and my dad calls me up, and he lives in Los Angeles. He goes, have you ever fucking talked to Ozone and let him know what the fuck you have done <laughs> with your life and use yeah, this story? Yeah, yeah. I said, nah, nah, nah. Anyway, a day later, I get a fucking call on my phone, a voice message. Yo, what's up? This is Ozone. That's <laughs> all right. All right. No shit. <laughs> I'm like, I, so I call him back. We start talking again, blah, yeah. blah. I then write a song all about it. It's called Life's Midnight. It's mm. on one of our albums. Mm. And... 
I said, I want to do the film clip for this song mm. with Ozone in LA in the exact spot I met him, doing the exact poses in the fucking photo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we did. Um, the reason why it didn't come out immediately is because Bliss had a whole other verse on the song as well, uh, which wasn't about Ozone. So if we wanted to make the film clip, you know, it's got to be about Ozone yeah. and then we've got to have all this stuff about Bliss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it never made its way to the light of day. But then on my birthday, two years ago, he passes away. Yeah. After I, after we got together, we yeah, got yeah, together yeah, back yeah. in LA. Yeah. Right? It's all, it's on YouTube. If you look up life's midnight, yeah. we, we show the whole film clip and me meeting him yeah. again. And, um, and I took him down to Venice beach where his movies were made down there. And I said, man, get in one of these breakdance circles. Yeah. And he was like, mm, they don't know me. Yeah, and I'm I don't I can't you know do you shit. Couldn't probably move bro, like you could anymore. you can bust that out. Yeah. You could do your little jiggle to the yeah, side. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Anyway, we go down there, and there's a huge break dancing circle, and I'm like, go get the fuck in there, you know. Yeah. I start pushing him, and then the break dancers they look and they notice him. They're like, we got ozone from Dude, the. And he came to, out in the middle. Recognize. He was grabbing girls and kissing them, and uh, yeah. he felt like a fucking star again, man. Yeah, dude. Um, so yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of magical shit that's been yeah, going yeah. on in the background. Yeah. And, um, well, I got another one for mm, you. Yeah. Getting Nas on a song, and then in, then beyond getting him on a song, mm. doing a fucking video with him. Yeah, bro. Like, bro, how did, like that? That's a fucking. That's something, man. Yeah. I mean, you've what? You've had Exhibit. You've had Rizzy. You've had a handful of yes. uh, you know, numerous fucking yes, numerous uh, international acts, bro. <laughs> you know? But what a fucking life, man. You yeah, know? it's like, it's crazy, man. Like, especially saying tunes. like reminding me of yeah Rizza. Like the head yeah, yeah. of Wu Tang, Abbott, you know, exhibit yeah. and um, yeah, various others. I mean, you did a joint with Kate Sobrano, like fucking like, um, crazy no, shit, man. Oh, oh yeah, we, we, we did a little thing with her on TV for for oh, the TV. COVID thing, but yeah. yeah, like Casey Chambers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's because we were actually close friends with Casey Chambers. Okay, we yeah. one of the first studios we went into was actually Casey Chambers' studio up on the Central Coast because my dad, long story, knew his family. Yeah. Um, so when Michael Gadinsky wanted to introduce us to his artist, Casey, one day, mm. we were like, Hey, Casey, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. We already knew each other. So yeah. yeah, I think, I think people, I don't know whether people think like, Oh, they've gone and chosen Casey to do a song with because of this. It's all because of whether we're friends or, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely, sure. man. Fucking what's, um, well, like, what's on the cards? What's what's the future for Bliss and Esso, man? Like, you know, like, I mean, there's been such a fucking progression through the music over yeah. the years. And, like, how do you view the group having further growth? Like, how does the group continue to grow? You know, expanding the fan base and all that kind of shit. Man, look. Is know, there even a plan there? Yeah, or is it we, more just we, get in we, the studio? You, you have that. You know, a couple of years ago, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, how can you expand and stuff mm. like that? But it's like... You don't want to bring anyone new in if they don't like it. Like, well, have you reached a point where it's kind of like, man, we're comfortable in this yes. in this position? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, to be honest, we've been writing and recording this year, and it's been the best mm. fucking yet. Mm. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know whether it was my wife giving me the green light. She was, before I went down for this new album, she was like, <clears throat> just go down there and bring back the fucking filth, Macca. I said, What? She said, don't worry about what our son's friends, parents at school might think mm. or what I might think or mm. your son, mm. your, your son, he'll be ready for that music when he's older. Yeah. You know, don't, because I do, I get to a point where I'm like, well, I can't really say that because I'm a dad and I kind of da da da. And she just yeah. gave me this green light. Like that artist that you are, SO isn't anyone's dad. Yeah. That is, that is whatever you want. Yeah. And fuck, it was like this green light, dude. And usually there is a little bit of kind of like, Okay, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try and get back to that verse, you know, tomorrow. Mm. Fucking flowing out of me. I don't want to fucking jinx anything. Mm. It's mm. just fucking flowing out of me. I'm not, I'm writing for myself. I'm not thinking, oh, what will hard cunts think? Oh, what will the softer cunts think? What will this? It's mm. just fucking for me. Mm. Mm. And, um, <clears throat> and we're gone, we're gone back to the music that we loved. Real music, real bass lines, you know, um, real drums, break beats and shit. You know, look, trap and, and drill, all good man but you know even kanye talked about it once he's like the 808 bass activates the lowest chakra mm. in your body mm. that's mm. why you know sexual exploitation and killing go fucking perfectly with it right <laughs> and um i i i find 
you know, you know, bliss or like, oh, let's do something current. And I'm like, well, what's current? What's I, current? Well, at whatever's current mm. didn't get us here, mm, mm. you know? But in terms of what's current, you're current. Just what well, you like, create is current. Exactly. You know? I understand what is trend, yes. what is fashion, yes. what exists yes. in the current market, but what you've done throughout your career has gotten you to be the current artist. That's right. I said, know? we don't, we don't jump yourself. on waves. Yeah, yeah. We, we make the waves, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. What's the uh, Bliss and Esso approach to production these days and, and beats? Like, it's, what are you, what are you a, looking for? Yeah. Like, the fucking magnitude of your music, man. Yeah, like, yeah. what are you looking for? Who's producing it? I mean, it, 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 is, it is almost overly produced, yes. Bliss and Esso music, man. Yeah. Like, it's huge. Look, I've said it to Bliss uh, a lot of times. I'm like, look, dude. Can we not make a song that sounds like we're at the fucking front of a pirate ship conquering the fucking world? Like, and and you know we're finding we're, we're finding what we what we like, yeah. what, what we like, not what's trending yeah, or yeah. you know fashion. Yeah. And um and I live in a Motown world. Like my house is just fucking Motown. Yeah, it's Smokey yeah. Robinson, Al Green. It's break beats. Yeah. It's dope bass lines. Yeah. Um. Yep. And so I thought that there would be this headbutting kind yeah, of happening. Yeah, yeah. But Bliss is is kind of rolling with it, man. He's Did you just... know what I was actually thinking? Like <laughs> even when you said that Motown shit, I was mm. just thinking to myself, how, like how different it would be to hear you guys on an old fucking James Brown loop. Yeah, bro. you know, like some Black Caesar soundtrack shit. Yeah, bro. it'd just be like you know the payback, bro, or bro. You know, like Dude, just to hear you guys over something like that, I it'd got just you. be like holy fuck. We you we know? we were looking at James Brown songs the other day, and I was yeah. like, a man's world. Yeah, and just for the for the for the you know average listener or whatever, like James mm. Brown is one of the most heavily sampled yes. artists yes. in fucking hip hop music. Yes, you know, just so you know. And you plus, know. bro, I keep thinking like, <laughs> oh, imagine like revamping that hip hop song. I agree. And then I'm like, oh well, you can't. Everyone knows that. And it's like, no one knows that shit yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even like full yeah. clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna redo that fucking whole. We've we, we've replayed everything, yeah, yeah. got it sounding like it, yeah. and then that's sick. Then you go to um, you know, DJ Premiere, and you yeah. go, look, we want to use this song, hundred percent publishing to you. It's all yours. Yeah, there is no reason for them to say no. Exactly. Hundred percent publishing because you're only covering. It's a, in, it's in an this homage. day and age, you're not gonna get money uh, or good money from streaming you've got to be make you've got to have hundreds of millions you know yep. so it really is your live shows yep. and your merchandise where the yep. money comes in so if we do a full clip remix yeah, yeah. and the publishing goes to the original owner we still get that song to be able to do live and mm. people will froth yeah, yeah you know we'll be able to do you know a film clip to it for youtube or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. um so there's pros and introduce cons. it to, or you, or you introduce it to people that may have never. That's heard. right. I mean, you know, a lot of your audience wouldn't be fucking aware of gangster full clip and all that sort of shit. That's like, right. You know, like, that's crazy, man. So I want to. We wanted to bring back that nostalgia. Even yeah. songs like um, uh, gang, 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 oh, gang, yeah. gang, gang, yeah. remember me. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we're doing it all. Like bringing yeah. it fucking back. Yeah. So I've I've never been more excited. That's what Puffy um, did in the fucking nineties, man, with all that bad oh, boy shit. Everyone, every one of them, juicy, my money, my problems, every fucking one of them, man. every single fucking one, dude, straight up. and more, dude. Like yeah. I was listening to a playlist the other day of just like you know grooves from the seventies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Every single bad boy band. record, man. It, well, no, it was everyone's. Yeah. Um, hi, my name is. Oh, that's dun, ta -da, dun. Yeah. It's fucking no different. That it's, sounds sick though. Hey, like, it's, it's fucking sick. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, when you know, it kind of makes me feel like artists end up making beats to the music that mm. their parents mm. played them dude it's you like know? fucking um uh listening to the what is it the break for regulate was it Dar uh, warren g's regulate yeah yeah you know, i mean it's just like that's the fucking song yes yeah. that's, that's the song yeah you yeah. know and you know warren g producer maybe you know beef the drums up or something yeah, like that yeah but the actual break whatever it is it's just like that's the fucking song Slaps. there's yeah. nothing more to it yeah. same as my name is and all that sort of shit. yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. It's all those dre joints you know, next episode, oh. it's just like, fuck, it's just a loop or it's just a chop. Or... Yeah, two days ago. That yeah. was the one I heard as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, I was at um, the Dave Chappelle show oh. and um, the DJ just kept playing like minute loops oh, really? and it was all originals yeah, yeah, from yeah, all yeah, the yeah. all the yeah. hits yeah that's got a fucking sort of you know you just sit there just kind of sick yeah like, i fuck with that shit, oh big man. time bro yeah absolutely time. dude i love listening to that shit man all that old funk shit but listen brother how long we kept him how long we kept so we got um, 
Oh, shit. Okay, so I forgot to mention. Man, mm-hmm. uh, actually, we... Yeah, we can switch it around. But yeah, we're coming off the back of uh, Matty B in Brisbane last night. Big shouts to Illegal Merchandise. Big shouts to Crush City, our people at Crush City. And super shouts to the 420 Superstores and everybody out there doing their thing. I did forget to mention that. Follow us on social media at Beers Beats the Biz, uh, patreon.com forward slash Beers Beats the Biz. I mean, what's that? Oh, Linktree. Head to, um. well, where did they discover the Linktree? It's just on the... Yeah, so it's just in the Instagram bio. That's fucking really good, dude. I appreciate that, man. I checked that out uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Yeah, so we got the link tree. You can find everything just off our bio in the um, uh, on our Instagram page at Beers Beats the Biz on Instagram. So, man. Um, yeah, anything you want to add, dude. Like, you know, we didn't get into your solo shit or anything like that, but, you know, man, we've only got an allocated amount of time that we can fit things into, man. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the look for Beers Beats and the yeah, Biz, man. man. It's a fucking ripper. No, you know? pleasure to be here, man. Good having a fucking good yarn, man. And yeah, dude. Good, 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 good. Yeah, man. Likewise, bro.